back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler as we wrap up the show, make way for the happy hour as we are just kind of putting a wrap on the Nebraska season opening loss, 31-28 to to Northwestern. Uh, we mentioned uh, a few positives, a lot of negatives. What's the what's the biggest concern for you coming out of that game, Rico? Keep in mind, and I'll, and I'll say this, and, and you'll hear more of it throughout the week when we kind of turn to more positivity. Uh, Nebraska, Illinois last year, you wouldn't have expected them at all to have a chance in Norman. They got it turned around. They were obviously close throughout the remainder of the year. Close doesn't count. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that that product against Illinois was not uh, indicative of what the rest of the season would look like. I think similarly you might see the case here, but what to you really needs to get have a lot of improvement to, to really compete for this thing to make a bowl game? Two things. The entire defense. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> not not just the run defense. Yeah. The pass defense, defense was also said answer. they were very they were very soft in coverage. I'm sure there was a reason for that. I couldn't tell you. I'm sure there was a reason well, for Darren that. Well, Darren Ryan Holinsky but, to, to be it. Yeah. He had, he well, had, he did. They went into that game. <laughs> remember, Northwestern, the last six games, hadn't scored more than 14 points. Yeah. Averaged 16 and a half last year. That's what makes this whole thing yeah. scary. Uh, but the entire defense. Yeah. And run blocking. Now, I know people are going to say, oh, why don't you just say the offensive line in general? I think the offensive line did a good job in the first half pass blocking for Casey Thompson, as you saw via his stats. And and he didn't get sacked. He got hit a couple times. It was after he let the ball go. Um, But in the first half, they did a pretty good job pass blocking. In the second half, when they weren't worried about the run game whatsoever because they weren't running the ball... um, they started sending more pressure, and, and I mean, they, they were just overwhelming the offensive line where they didn't have enough guys to block. So I, I think overall they did a pretty solid job in pass blocking until, you know, the pressure came. So run blocking, getting some type of, of push on the offensive line. I was just watching the play where um, I think it was the first quarter, might have been the second quarter, where they got down to the three. It was a first and first and goal from the three. Uh, and it took them four plays because there was a penalty called on one of them where they redid the yeah. redid the play. It took them four plays to get into the end zone. They run the, ran the ball every time. They ran the ball multiple times with Yant. He couldn't get in. Uh, and then finally they got in with Casey Thompson running behind uh, or running next to Chancellor Brewington and, and, and running behind one of the running backs. Uh, and, he, and he barely got in. But he, but he got in and he scored. It took you four plays to get in from the three. Now... Northwestern's defense was decently solid, as you saw in the second half. But at the same time, if you were doing all this hooting and hollering about how much stronger you got and how well you were running the ball in the offseason, in in the summer and in the spring, and it takes you four plays to get in from the three, that's a concern. And the amount, the, the, the lack of push from the offensive line where Anthony Grant was getting hit behind the line multiple times on his runs and squirting out and still gaining three yards, which, credit to him, Anthony Grant looked pretty solid. But, no, no positives. Uh, (laughs) Anthony Grant looked pretty solid uh, getting hit behind the line and still gaining three yards somehow. That that is an area of concern for me. Even if they don't run the ball as much as they pass the ball, when you do decide to run the ball, you have to do it at a high clip, especially if you're not going to run it as much. Well, and that's where, you know, Scott Frost did say that they need to get more creative, and and, and that's probably not the best 
uh, deal to go with. I thought somebody said, <laughs> said something I thought was kind of funny um, that that maybe it, you just keep Scott Frost uh, t- uh, quiet going back through customs because you don't know what he's going to say. No, <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> because I, I, and that's the whole CEO role thing has always been a joke to me because he's not a great post game uh, quote. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't. He usually buries you know himself even deeper <laughs> after the loss. And I think he did again this this time out. Maybe burying the coaching staff, saying they have to get more creative in the Big Ten. But I, th- I think specifically in the running game, you did have to see that they didn't have too many outside runs, if at all. No, it was a lot of I, and that might go back to maybe it was something like along the lines of in the pregame. Remember, I said that I had more faith in the interior of the offensive line than the exterior of the offensive mm-hmm. line. That the center and the guards, I had more faith in than the tackles. Now I'll have to go back and watch and see if if my not prediction but my my talk kind of went through and they were they played better than the outside than the exterior of the offensive line but that could have been something that they also believed they they wanted to run behind Hickson and Corcoran and Bando as opposed to getting out on the off- on the outside and and making you know Bryce Banhart or Teddy Prohaska have to you know block somebody going further out to the, to the boundary yeah, and maybe in, in Prohaska, obviously, coming off an injury, maybe he's not fully back. He didn't look great that game. You have to remember, Nebraska ran for 427 yards against that team last season, and that's what was crazy about the game. All the, all the different stats that you had on Northwestern going into that game based off last season, you're going to have a bad rushing defense. You know, they're not going to be able to pass the ball. They're not going to score that many points, you know, on and on and on, and they kind of – they seem like they took the offseason to address those issues, and maybe it's not – by bringing in a bunch of different guys, it's it's getting out there, developing and coaching football, and we'll see if Northwestern ends up being a halfway decent team this year. Um, but you know that's what was so hard to predict that game, and kind of reminds you it's a new season. Will Northwestern win the West? That is the question on everybody's mind. There you go. Yeah. Following Saturday, obviously, <laughs> that's exactly what everybody thought would be the question coming out of that Ireland game. Well, and I think everybody, regardless of what your prediction was coming into this season, I don't think you're taking some of these other games lightly anymore. Maybe this kind of re- refocuses on making a bowl game rather than the, the something like pie-in-the-sky ideas of winning 9 or 10 what is Ryan Maybe Holinsky's, they still can. But. What are Ryan Holinsky's Heisman odds following Saturday? <laughs> I need to know. Yeah, jump on that as quickly as you can. <laughs> uh, that'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler. We'll be back tomorrow, but Rico will stick around. Nick is coming up next with the happy hour. <laughs>